Well, what's up, Ding Dongs? Welcome, Welcome to back. the Sidewalk Welcome Podcast. Back. Welcome back. We've done that before, but I couldn't resist. Couldn't resist. Yeah, thanks for tuning in to the Side Talks Podcast, where we're about to talk about some movies. I'm Rachel Morgan. I'm Corey Kraft. I don't know why I'm talking like this. Why are you talking like it that? It just happened. You went out of, a, in our last recording, a President Biden imitation, and now it's... Uh, <laughs> that, we could very loosely call that a President yeah, Biden true. imitation. That's true. Um, yeah, I, can, yeah, do that, you, can you do a Trump? Um, no. I can't either. <laughs> I, I, For some reason, I, I, can't. I can't remember the sound of his voice. I oh, wonder why. What a shame. <laughs> Um, yeah, what what a wonderful amnesia you suffer. How, how do I get that? I've lost my memory bigly. Uh, yeah, I, I I am doing this podcast like a dog. I can't I can't do it. I can't do uh, it. Let's let's focus on this. Being- is this is my Saturday Night Live audition uh, okay. demo? By the way, uh, Lauren, give me a call. Uh, I'm available. My schedule can be cleared. You know real what? With fast. these new players, you might be. Listen, I could. I, I think I could at least hang with them okay maybe not surpass yeah. what they're bringing I to the mean, table but i could hang with that them. bench that benchmark is low but anyway let's uh let's be best and start this podcast okay i got one for you okay one session oh my god see how i did that yep. i like try i kind of like threw you one bone and i came at you came at you yep so here's the deal you 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 seem to suggest that i might have trouble with this one but I don't, you've, I don't you've suggested know. that I don't before, know. and I, do, I didn't. I do think that I've landed on a scene that if you've seen it, you're going to know it. Okay. And and I've said that before, and you had and you haven't got it, and you had seen it, but then you kicked yourself. Yeah. So we'll we'll see. Okay. But this is a film. I'm going to give you. I am going to give you a little context here. This is not that old. This Got is it. this is like pandemic-ish era, okay? Ooh, I had nothing but time to watch movies. So that's so. what makes me think that maybe you saw it. Okay. okay. And so uh, opening uh, up here shot uh, on the scene is a lemonade stand. Lemonade and I, stand. I, I'm, I'm kind of – I was starting to say the film opens up, but the, the thing is that film doesn't open up here. I don't know where we are in the film, actually. Okay. Okay. But the scene, we open upon a lemonade stand. Got We're, it. Uh, I might want to be careful there, too, because we might have – it might have even been a little bit into the scene. I don't know. Got it. But there's a lemonade stand. And there's some childish music playing that feels over the top childish, like like almost parodied, you know. And an old man is buying a lemonade. An older man uh-huh. is buying lemonade from two young women who say thank you with this like wholesome kind of childish music playing Aww, in the background. How nice! And then he turns around, and behind him is a van Uh-oh. sitting with its sliding door open, mm-hmm. like a like a you know scum van, like mm-hmm. a serial killer van. Mm-hmm. Door sliding open, and there's a cool dude sitting in the uh, you know on the little ledge of the van with sunglasses on and a sign that says vodka five dollars. Well, this isn't ringing any bells. Mm-hmm. And so the old man's like, well, what are you doing over here? And goes over and buys the – and the guy kind of puts up the little hang ten, Like, sure. hey, dude. Sure, sure, hey, sure. old dude. Come buy this vodka. And the guy the guy buys the vodka. And then the young women say to him, you're doing something illegal. And he's like, shut up, you little bitches. Wow. And then says to them, you, you're, they exchange words back and forth how they're going to call the police. And he, you know, he's like, you, you, you don't know what it means to be an entrepreneur. This is an opportunity. When opportunity presents itself, you jump in there and you get it. It sounds annoying. Yeah. And then he calls, he tells them that they're going to be old strippers. They're going to grow up to be strippers and not even good strippers. What? Walks over to their lemonade stand, steals their money out of a lemonade cup or whatever, and then gets in the van and drives off because they're, you know, riled up saying they're gonna call the cops are any of these people famous like this I didn't cool see guy a famous person so this cool guy is not like he might be but i didn't i didn't recognize him not like a, a beloved comedy star no. of today like uh no 
I feel like you're not getting like this. A, like a Bill Cosby or something like no. that. No. Or like a, like a Woody Allen. No. And, you know, the beloved comedy stars of today. No. Yeah. All of those. Yeah. All of those. There's those upstanding gentlemen. Roman Polanski. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's we can another. keep going with yeah, this we list. Could. Um, um, so, yeah. So, I don't think you're getting it. No. This is, I, I, I think this is, okay. Any other hints that aren't going to give this I, completely away? I really, away? I watched a scene that I thought if you'd seen this yeah. film, I would think you would remember it. Well, I, I guess I'm I haven't you, seen it. I'm giving you pandemic is era. Is this a comedy? It, it's supposed to be a it's comedy. It's supposed That's to be a comedy. Right. And everything's played like that. Everything's played like a, you know, one of those films like Tag. Oh, yeah. You know, or something uh, like that. Um, and I, I think they, they've definitely wanted, what's the, what's the one of like a famous comedian's name who's in like Knocked Up? What's that gentleman's name? Seth, Seth Rogen. Rogen. They wanted Seth Rogen to play this little Hangtown guy. Oh. But it's not Seth Rogen. Well. It's just, a, it's almost like a Seth Rogen lookalike kind of guy. And the style of Seth Rogen. Okay. Well, I, I guess I'm not going to get this. So, okay. So, I don't think yeah, you're getting it. That sucks. But it's been a, you've been knocking them out of the park. Yeah. So this is a film called Buddy Games. No, I did not see this. Okay. Um, it sounds and looks absolutely terrible. Yeah. And the whole um, scene is hanging its hat, hat on the fact that this this grown man is calling these two young women bitches and stuff. Like these women, and when I say the young women, I mean they're they're eleven years old, right? So this like fuck you bitches kind of thing is where the humor is coming from. Yeah, being scene. being uh, misogynistic to preteens is hilarious. Hilarious, as we all know. really funny. Uh, you wow. lost. You Buddy lost. Games. But Where'd really, you pick this shit but up? But really, you won. I mean, yeah, because I have. This is one movie that I haven't seen, and I have seen a whole bunch of terrible shit. But this one, no. Released in 2019, but some sites are saying 2020, so I couldn't really figure it out. And I'll tell you how I found it. I was I was running a little late today, trying uh-huh. to get over here. A meeting ran a little bit long, and so as I I slacked you from the car and said, "Hey, I'm gonna watch something here in the car, and I'll be in there in the studio in a second. And I just did a quick search, and I did a search for what are the worst films of 2020. Buddy And games. I'll tell you, I will say this. Most of the time, if I have to do a search for, like, what were the worst films of a year, it's not like they they come up with, with you know, really deep cuts. Usually those lists are films that are, you know, were fairly – did well at the box office or really well known. Um, and so I don't think this is like a – I don't necessarily think this is a film that's – Written and directed by Josh Dumas. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, who also stars with mm-hmm. previous uh, What's This Shit star Nick Swardson, who starred in that um, uh, that porn movie that you talked about the other day, the porn comedy. Porn comedy? Uh, what's it called? Uh, I'm looking at his IMDb now, uh, where he's just like a nerd with a bad haircut. Uh, Bucky Larson, born oh. to be a star. Ah, so I forgot about that. You, that have, you have hit me with a bunch of Nick Swardson movies that oh I, my God, I'm for so some sorry. reason, didn't manage to see. I'm so sorry, but you lost. Yeah, well. But you won. And now, a look at what we're watching this week. Well, I have to tell you, Corey. I haven't really been watching much. Okay. I watched Tar, as we talked about. That's and I right. don't think I had to say a whole lot more. You know, I liked it. And and if you want to hear more about that, go to a couple of episodes prior when we do a reflections on the film and talk in great detail about it. But I have been listening to a couple of things. All right. I'm patiently awaiting, really kind of impatiently awaiting for erotic 90s to come out. It's got to be coming soon, right? I, I, I got a update from the You Must Remember This Podcast Instagram page that said uh, something about it coming out in um, March. 
Sick. So I think we're going to have it really soon. It was promised for the fall, but I'm not mad at Karina. You know, I'm not going to get mad at her about it. She's got to put in the, the time, the work, the research. research. And man, is, does it pay off. That's such a great show. It's such a great podcast. I, I highly recommend it. And so I've been listening. I go, I go on a little walk. It's been it's been warm enough lately to go on a little walk. So I go on a little walk during the middle of my day and I put the podcast on. It's really lovely. And I've been jumping back to an episode that I never really listened to because it didn't really, it didn't interest me too much. It was this um, six, six degrees of song of the South. I listened to that one. It's pretty amazing. It is. It's it, super interesting. You know, I don't like Disney and I do, I'm all about some Disney hate. Don't get me wrong. But uh, you know, I was never wanting to dive into that, I guess you could say. And I decided to, and I am not regretting this decision, but I want to highlight one episode in particular that okay. if you were like me and for whatever reason, you know, just kind of on a casual stroll hearing about racism isn't your thing. Um, and it goes into that a good bit. Wait, it, Song it, of the South <laughs> is racist? There is. D- 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 is anybody just finding this uh, out for the first time? Rah, rah. There is a particular episode that has... They all have more to them than that. Don't get me wrong, but there's one in particular that leans into a lot of my interests. Uh-huh. Racism not being one of them. Sure. Okay. Um, but you know, films, ha- Disney hate, uh, amusement parks, and things like amusement park ride testing where crash test dummies are decapitated. This is all pinging for me uh, of interest. And so the episode in which I'm going to really recommend that if 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 you just want to dive in and hear an episode of that season of the of you must remember this that episode is the splash mountain episode pour one out for splash mountain which of course in recent weeks was closed so they can right. strip it of its song of the south history exactly and do a princess and the frog theme with it so and it and this podcast really is going to give you a good idea of what now we'll never see again fine uh what splash mountain was like and what some of the quotes on the walls were and i can't believe it's just this recent that that it's getting an an um overhaul because this episode is really really good really really strong the rest of them in the series in the season are really strong as well but this is the one i think if you're just looking to uh, jump right into to something that's a little more fun, if you will. Um, this is definitely the one. So, um, apropos of this, and this is this is a separate recommendation. Yeah. Um, the funniest article from the Onion spinoff Clickhole, which is a parody of of BuzzFeed. Yeah. Uh, is an article called Five Times the Animatronic Fox on Splash Mountain addressed me by name and told me he was going to marry my dad. <laughs> <laughs> and it is a it is a BuzzFeed style list of five times where this happened, and it gets more and more surreal. And it's one of the funniest things I have ever seen. I think in my entire life. So search that if you if you care to have a good surreal laugh. Well, that's really what I've been watching, mostly listening to, aside from clicking and watching some clips of Ben Affleck at the Grammys. Oh, he looked like he was having a great time. Oh, great time, <laughs> bopping his little head around. So it was uh, – other than that, I really – and Tar, of course, of course, dug into that for three hours. Uh, that's all I've seen. What about you? What have you been watching? I've been watching a ton of stuff. But of I'm course not, you have. I, I, you know, um, I've been on this kind of kick of just watching like, for lack of a better term, shit from the 90s sure. that I just didn't see sure. because I was too young or I just never went back to it. So I've been watching shit like G.I. Jane. And I don't want to talk about G.I. Jane. Suck! dick oh god it is so funny that moment Um, is just 
you've got to get two and a half hours into it to get to that moment. Right. And you think the film's ended six times, but it's kind of still worth it. Yeah. Um, I had a good time with it. It's not a good movie, but but I don't want to talk about G.I. Jane. What I want to talk about is uh, I've also been doing a little bit of a deep dive on the films of Paul Schrader. Big Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so I've seen a bunch of Schrader movies for the first time that I hadn't seen before, all of which I liked. Cool. One of which I didn't like as much as the, as the others um, that I was a little surprised to Let's say. Let's hear that. So, okay. I'm waiting. 1979, Hardcore, starring George yep. C. Scott. Loved it. Okay. George C. Scott plays this sexually repressed sort of conservative Calvinist businessman who, of course, has to infiltrate the seedy underworld of pornography in Los Angeles to find his daughter, who is now an, an adult film actress. Nowadays, that would be played by Liam Neeson. Of course. What I loved about Hardcore, though, is that by comparison, and this is a couple years after Taxi Driver, sure. so so this is Schrader working through a lot of the same stuff he worked through in that. Less sort of edgy right. than Taxi Driver, of course. But what I love most about this movie is that George C. Scott is just this pathetic weirdo from minute one. And especially, and I don't know if it was intended this way or viewed this way when this movie came out, but especially by 2023 standards, hearing all of these adult film industry professionals, like, be lightly smutty, but mostly, honestly, kind of professional and well-adjusted, yeah. um, is, is kind of hilarious compared to him just on his little, you know, conservative, religious, repressed spiral um, that that kind of drives him a little crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And again, I don't know how much of that tension is something that the movie has just gained over the past 40-something years as that has become more destigmatized, let's right. say. Although by the end of the movie, he goes to some like illegal corners of, of this CD industry and those people not so well adjusted, but, right, right. but at least for the, the bulk of the film, when he's talking to like professionals, um, it, it's kind of hilarious how much of a wiener he is in comparison. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the one that I didn't like as Uh-oh. much as I expected oh, to, I no. did like it, Let's but hear it. I didn't hear it. love I'm it. so worried. You should be. Cause I think it's a oh, movie no. that you love. Oh no. American Gigolo. Oh no. No, yeah. Corey, no. I, I, so I think it's will a you solid, argue it then? No, because I think it's a solid three out of four stars. I think it's a good movie. No, Corey, I've no. got some qualms with it. Um, I had a good time with it. The Giorgio Moroder, Blondie score rips. Um, and the aesthetic. All of the, the uh, aesthetic. Yeah, the aesthetic is, is wonderful. It's the slight such a gray. weird film. It's so much weirder than you think it's going to be. Yeah, it, it is. It's super weird. I did not expect it to swerve into Richard Gere's character having a possible, like, repressed, like, gay past. Um, yeah, I, it, but it's it's... It's questionable, right? It's right. Not, it's, it's it's ambiguous, right? Yeah. It's sort of teased at, but we're led to believe that he is kind of like purposefully turning away from, you know, his possible homosexuality or bisexuality. Who, Who knows? knows? Right. Hard to say. Yeah. Um, he, I don't. He's a strange character to try to figure a, out. A very strange character by design, right? right. Kept, right absolutely. Ki- we're kind of kept at arm's length. I guess my biggest qualm yeah. is that I don't love gear oh, in the no. role. Corey, no. I don't. I just. I, I don't. feel like I feel like we have to fight this. Okay. Then. All right. I think I'll, I'm, I'll I'm make reluctant to, to because I I do I was enjoy the movie. To fight Beauty and the Bloodshed. Yeah, but I think you got to commit. I okay. Think you gotta all right. Commit. All right. All right. I'll fight it. Because um, here's the thing. I you know 
you know my preference, but he is so pretty in this. Okay, we're going to fight it. Keep going. We're going to fight it. I'll say this. That role was supposed to go to Travolta. Yeah. I could see that. I could see that, too. I could see that, too. I think Travolta has more. It's a a way different energy, but I think that Travolta has more presence. I got to disagree with you here. All right. All right. We'll save this for the fight. All right. Let's save it for the fight. Solid movie. Good movie. Yeah. Not, I I expected to love it, and I didn't. But, you know, who's to say? That could just be me. Uh, okay, so the next two I did love. They're from a little later in Schrader's career, okay. from 1992, Light Sleeper, starring okay. Willem Dafoe, where he plays another one of God's lonely men that you know the the character type oh, Schrader. that Schrader always draws from, uh, a drug dealer who keeps odd hours and writes about his internal torment in a diary, which we hear about in oh, voiceover narration. Schrader, uh, but it, it is Willem Dafoe, uh, and he's surrounded by. How can you dislike it? I know. I mean, it's just it's moody. It's it's noir. Noir-ish in that great sort of Schrader way, um, and I really, really liked it. And then finally, from 1998, Affliction, uh, which won James Coburn uh, an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor, starring Nick Nolte as kind of this this small-town New Hampshire sheriff. It kind of falls in that Fargo, a simple plan, sort of snowy, moody, sort of murder mystery vein that was popular at the end of the uh, the 90s. But but this isn't a mystery so much as it's a slow, sort of slow-boiled descent into madness as Nolte's character, through a confluence of events, just kind of starts to lose his grip. And Nolte in this movie, and, and you know, Nick Nolte... Certainly an actor with a lot of ups and a lot of downs, both yeah. uh, personally and professionally. Incredible in the movie. Yeah. It's an incredible he can performance. Be. He can be. I, I mean, this is probably the best thing that I've seen him do. Yeah, good. Um, I, I loved this one in particular. Based on a novel by uh, Russell Banks, who also wrote The Sweet Hereafter, another snowy, oh, yeah. moody, depressing. And very depressing uh, yeah. and very thin. I um, mean, uh, uh, very thin. Thin is in free Narrati- of substance. N- narratively, no, mm. no, no. I think it's heavy in substance and thin and thin in narrative. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of like plot to it's that a lot movie. Of, a we lot watched of, that bus go around the bend about seven thousand times. I love that movie. I haven't seen that movie in a long time, but yeah. I, it made a real impression on me when I first saw it. Um, but so did Affliction. Back sure. to, to old to Big Paul. I think there's a film uh, that came out a number of years ago that reminded me a lot of Sweet Hereafter that was an indie that that was playing in the same world and I think the name of it's Bluebird. Yeah, I, I saw that. And I love Bluebird. Yeah. I, I hate to say this because that you're going to come out of your skin with me, uh-huh. but I think Bluebird's a better film. Whoa, I did I, it. I, I, to, I done did it. I have to say I disagree, but I haven't seen either of them recently enough yeah. to, to make a fresh comparison. I think it's an interesting comparison because... Because Bluebird, most people probably haven't heard of it. It's a it's mm-hmm. a very small indie. Um, you know, even a, a sidewalk alum is 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 in it. Several sidewalks. Isn't Adam Driver in that? Like a is baby he? Adam that's Driver, really like way back. I don't remember. But it's certainly not one that's on the top of everybody's list. I wouldn't be surprised if that were the case. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Anyway, I, I remember I, thinking I, that movie I, was pretty good. I. It's funny because the Sweet Hereafter is 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 in the canon for a lot of people, and I do think Bluebird's a better film. It's definitely in the canon for me. I'll, yeah. I'll say uh, yeah, that much. Yeah. Um, but Bluebird, I think, was more focused on an individual character. The, the, it's a different film, but right. it's the same world. It's I, I just I, I don't I actually I think Bluebird was probably inspired by the Sword Hereafter. I probably. can't imagine the filmmakers. Uh, Making that film and having not seen this movie, yeah, you kind of can't play in that territory. Yeah. Uh, yeah, baby, Adam Driver. I mean, baby, he's 
2013. I think he was already on Girls, or Girls was about to happen. Yeah, but, but he's, this is he's back in when that. he was doing indies. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, Big Paul, I love Schrader, um, okay. and I'm very excited to see his latest film, Master Gardener, coming out sometime this spring from our friends at Magnolia Pictures. Cool. Um, Hope we can get that at the cinema, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, so yeah, I who hope knows? so too. Um, so anyway, that's what I've been watching. I mean, I've seen a lot of other stuff. I saw Knock at the Cabin; it was pretty good, and you know, that's that's what I got. I, You've I seen have, enough. I, yeah, I've seen, seen more than enough. Right. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Side Talks podcast. We're your own personal cinematic Repo Man trunk and Pulp Fiction trunk. Well, they're all bested by the briefcase from Kiss Me Deadly from the 1950s. Yeah. Oh, is it Pulp? I guess it's really the Pulp Fiction briefcase, isn't it? Yeah. It's not the trunk. It's the Repo Man trunk. And the, and the Pulp and Fiction, the Pulp Fiction briefcase. briefcase. Forgive and me. Forgive me. Well, as you can probably guess, I will be the Repo Man trunk because I prefer it. I prefer the original. Thank you very much, Tarantino. I will happily and gladly take the uh, the Tarantino reference there because, uh, um, you know, I think that guy, I think he's going places. He's got a bright future in the, in the film industry, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. If he doesn't get canceled first. Listen. Oh, he's he, got to be up to something. He just listen, look, look at him. Look at his little face. If they haven't brought him down <laughs> yet, they got nothing on you my man, Quentin. You, listen, you? you know where Tarantino is right here. Would anybody take this bet? I bet you. I bet you that Tarantino is somewhere right now in the world looking at a bunch of feet. He is a married man now. He is a father. Might be looking at his he wife's settled feet. Down. He might be massaging his wife's feet. But and he's you know looking what? That's, at feet. That's his prerogative <laughs> as a married man in the world. Okay. Oh. So, so you know, can you imagine being married to Quentin? Ooh. I mean, I imagine it would be like being married to uh, okay, 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 stairmaster okay. on cocaine <laughs> um, that knows every single movie, but. Um, man do you think he ever sleeps i think he just wants to talk to his wife about vanishing point all the time hey have you ever seen vanishing point hey have you ever seen the original gone in 60 seconds not that nicholas cage shit man but the original gone in 60 seconds his body is 98 percent cocaine and 96 <laughs> and four percent really talented filmmaker oh boy thanks to boutwell studios yeah thanks brad you're welcome and uh, thank you for listening. Why don't you go onto the World Wide Web, heard of it, and visit SidewalkFest.com or visit us on social media at Sidewalk Film on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all kinds of shit. We can't um, even list it. You we, just got to go to the website because there's so much crap playing. We we couldn't even begin to tell you. You got to come see a movie with us. Oscar That's a shorts for one. Oh, my God. You got to come see all of the Oscar shorts so you can be educated when you're filling out your ballot for the Academy Awards. Win that Oscar pool by seeing the movies. Come see the nominated. Oscars, the actual Oscar ceremony with us. I think you've got plenty of lead time by the time this comes out. It could be wrong. And I think you've got lead time to see uh, the very viral Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. If you, if you come see the Oscars with us, there is a better than average chance that there will be antics 
including me. Like, oh yeah, we're doing the podcast around. live. Oh, Brad, I meant to tell you. <laughs> okay, cool. Oh, surprise! <laughs> yeah, okay. So we're doing we the think, podcast live. We may just be doing it and speaking into the air, but we're hoping you're going to be there to record us. We'll figure it out. <laughs> All right. Well, that's a good thing to know. Um, so better than average chance that we'll be doing a podcast, and better than average chance that I'll be up to you know insane antics. Uh, if and when movies that I approve of or disapprove of win Oscars. Oh, I can't wait. Yep. See you later. Bye. Batwell Studios Podcast Division. Your words, our expertise.